I believe that one of the greatest challenges that we face as human beings is that as we're living on the time side of eternity, we have to figure out how to live a life that is vibrant rather than mundane. And the only way we're going to figure that out is by going to the sacred pages of Scripture. You know, we all long to create a life that's filled with wonder and purpose and promise and vitality and enthusiasm. But often, well, I guess I can just speak for myself, I find myself slogging through life rather than dancing through life. What does it take, really, what does it take to create a life of true beauty and vibrance? I hope that you'll lean in and listen to today's podcast on a jolt of joy as we discover what the Bible has to say about this very subject. This is Carol McLeod, and you're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. Our current series is titled Vibrant, and it comes from my book by the same name. If you've never listened to a Jolt of Joy podcast before today, let me tell you this. It is a Bible-rich podcast. We go digging for gold on what I call the Bible, the sacred pages of Scripture. You know, I am not a farmer. I'm not an agriculturalist, but I do know a few simple things, a few simple principles about the ability to grow beautiful vegetables or vibrant flowers. This is what I know. Beauty only grows when it's near a perpetual source of water. Vegetation only thrives when it's planted adjacent to an active water supply. You, my friend, it's the same with us, with you and I. We will only flourish in direct relationship to our nearness to the fount of living water. And who is the fount of living water? Why, that would be Jesus Christ. All of our refreshing needs to come from the Lord. Refreshment doesn't come from entertainment, from exercise, from sports, or from food, or from travel, or from education. Refreshment, the ability to build a truly vibrant life, will only happen when we stay close to that fount of living water, and that is Jesus Christ himself. In him are springs that will never run dry. He is the birthplace of eternal rivers and streams that will never cease to flow, even during times of deep pain. Did you know that? No matter what you're going through today, he's still the source. He hasn't changed. Your circumstances might make you feel like you're living in the wilderness, but when you have Jesus, you're close to that fount that never will run dry. He's your sustenance, your source, and your joy. You know, one of the most famous pieces of literature ever written is titled A Tale of Two Cities by the very famous British author Charles Dickens. And A Tale of Two Cities begins with these famous, very famous words. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. This incomparable author recognized a fact that you and I often ignore. Two extremes, the best of times and the worst of times, are able to exist or to occur at the same minute in our lives. Radical opposites are not necessarily 
mutually exclusive. Just ask the prophet Isaiah to grant to those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting, so that they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. I love that scripture. Let me read it to you one more time. Let it just settle in your soul. It's Isaiah 61, verse 3. To grant to those who mourn in Zion. So the prophet Isaiah is writing to those of us who are in mourning. We are grieving. We, we don't like our circumstances. Something traumatic has happened to us. And he tells us what to do. To grant to those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting, so that they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. How wonderful to know that we are able to participate in what I like to call the great exchange, regardless of how deep your mourning has been and how expansive it has grown in your life. The Father offers you the ability to do the great exchange with him. He offers you a garland in place of the ashes of death. It's not necessary for you to live as a person whose life has been ravaged by pain and sorrow because the word of God says you are chosen and not forsaken. In the middle, and smack dab in the middle of human disappointment, you're invited to live as royalty. A garland instead of ashes. This garland that Isaiah is referring to was something that was worn at a celebration, and it was the connotation of royalty. Celebration and royalty. To grant to those who mourn in Zion. Well, where's Zion? Zion was the hill where the priests went to worship the Lord. So if you're mourning today, if you're in a wretched place, I want to invite you to go to Mount Zion with me. I want you to go to the top of Mount Zion and worship the Lord with tears rolling down your cheeks. You see, when we cry when we're in pain, it's only half the job. But if we can worship even while we're in pain, the Lord will do a miraculous work in us. He will give us that crown, that garland, in place of the ashes that we have put on our foreheads. He will give us a garment of praise. And then even our identity changes on Mount Zion. Um, when you exchange all that I am for all that he is, you will no longer be weak, fragile, or unseen. You are now known as an oak of righteousness. An oak tree is a solid and nearly immovable tree due to the unseen depth of the roots below the surface of the ground. Even the high winds of storms, when they assail a massive oak tree, now the limbs might fall off, it might lose some branches and some leaves, but the tree itself remains stable and firm. When you go to Mount Zion, when you're in grief, when you're in pain, and when you worship the Lord, and when you participate in the great exchange, you will be known as an oak of righteousness.
You know, my husband and I lived in Mobile, Alabama during one of the most ferocious storms of the 20th century. It was Hurricane Frederick, and it happened in September 1979 as we cowered in our tiny little 1,000-square-foot brand-new home that night. We heard the sound outside our windows. Boom, boom, ba-boom. We wondered if we were in a war zone. But the next morning when we went outside, we saw that all the pine trees had been just broken in two. They'd been tackled by the wind, and they were just laying like matchsticks all across our backyard. Well, we learned it's because the roots of pine trees only go across the surface of the ground. They don't go deep. They only go horizontally. It took us two weeks to be able to drive down the well-known government boulevard in Mobile, Alabama, that's just covered with, with old oak trees, hundreds of years old, with the moss dripping over them. And did you know that every oak tree was still standing? Our pine trees had been just broken in two, but the oak trees, like I said, there were branches gone, there were limbs gone, But those oak trees stood firm in the fierce storm because their roots went deep. You are like that substantial oak tree that the prophet Isaiah mentions. It's his righteousness that will give you stability. It's your proximity to the living water of Jesus Christ. If you want to live a vibrant life, that's what you'll do. You will plant your life by the streams of living water and you will will never move. Who wouldn't want that? Would you pray with me today? Lord Jesus, today I declare that I will put the past in the past and that I will leave it there. I also determine today that I will sing in the storm and in the desert. Father God, I will bless your name at all times. Jesus, I'm delighted to do the great exchange with you. And I accept your garland, the oil of gladness, and the mantle of praise. In Jesus' powerful name I pray, amen. This series that we are studying weekly for the next few months is titled Vibrant, and it comes from my book by the same name. You can order your own copy of Vibrant from Amazon, from christianbook.com, from shoptheword.com, or from my website, which is carolmccloudministries.com. I'd love to hear from you, so feel free to email me at carol at carolmccloudministries.com. We love to pray for everyone who comes in contact with us, who shares with us their prayer requests. So be sure and share how we can pray for you. I want to remind you today that when you choose Jesus, you know what else you're choosing? You're choosing joy because his will for your life is an inexpressible and relentless joy. Don't ever doubt it. So today, I dare you to choose Jesus because he will give you his joy.